When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Tonight on The Bachelor. The cast travels to Vegas on their own private tour bus. But why is no one hooking up? Then, Shaggy makes an appearance in 2020. Does this mean the world is ending? Plus, Ari and Lauren take time off running their baby's Instagram account to come on the show. Could ABC not get anyone else? All that and more. It's our most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay. And I'm Fat Carrie. Um, And we are back for, once again, another week of Bachelor Quarantine Edition. Listen to your heart, honey. Listen to your heart. I, um, every time like this Monday comes around, I'm like, man, we're really doing this again. I can't believe it. I can't believe there's only one episode left. That means that we've watched six episodes. This is six weeks of this show, but that means also that there's been over six weeks that we have been locked in our (laughs) apartment. It it was two weeks into quarantine that this show began. So it has been, I've been at my parents for two months. (laughs) Um, Happy two months. Thank you. (laughs) Happy two month anniversary. How has it been like living with your parents? Like what has it, been highs and lows um it's honestly been much better than i thought Mm -hmm. uh and it's nice to like how quickly i fell back into the like living with my parents where i'm like why like when are we eating dinner like like, yeah like where's the food like mom (laughs) did you do my laundry like like literally (laughs) shit like that um but yeah so We'll see. Who knows? I didn't think I would watch all of the entire series of Listen to Your Heart while I was here. I don't think I don't think any of us thought we were, would even watch Listen to Your Heart, but here we are. <laughs> Listen to Your Heart in general. But um, before we dive into that, you guys make sure to um, follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. Um, we live tweet. Chris was live tweeting last night, and it was I mean rapid fire, amazing. I have to give thanks to listen to your heart because they just have so much to make fun of. Just one banger after another. I mean, it's truly a gold mine of tweet material. Yeah. So make sure you guys check those out and are following along with us every week. Um, Chris and I have also have like a group chat with our other coworker, Dana, and it gives me life being able to like talk about the show since, you know, we're not watching with our friends and stuff. We're able to watch um, via text message now. Yeah. What a life. What but a life. It is nice to know there's other people watching <laughs> with you. I know. It is because it feels like no one else is watching it. I know this has definitely been a show that, um, you're either watching it or you're not. And the people who are watching it are really watching it. And the people who aren't are like, wait, this show is still on. Yeah. I think that's very true. At least people I talk to are like, wait, what is it? Or people are like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Either have all the thoughts or no thoughts on it at all. Yes, precisely. Um, Okay. But yeah, let's dive um, right into week five. Is this week five? This is week five. Yes. Semifinals, um, baby. Semi semifinals of Listen to Your Heart. And um, you know, we ended last week with uh Julia and Sheridan going home, but you know, no, sorry, not Sheridan, Brandon. Julia yeah, well, Sheridan and Brand- went too. Well, oh yeah, Sheridan did Just go early. too. 
Um, but we ended with them leaving last week and Jamie starts off the episode and she's like, you know, I think Natasha is manipulative and the way things ended last week, I think that's why Julia ended up going home was because of Natasha. And the second she said that, I'm like, no, Julia went home because of all of the crazy shit she was doing and saying and how she was acting. Jamie is like the most out of touch person on a Bachelor franchise in some time. Like, I want to see that bitch in paradise because it's going to be wild and you know all the guys are going to be fawning over her, which I will not understand. But, like, this episode in particular, I feel like she really, like, thinks she's HBIC in the... Oh, in the house. She thinks, yeah, she thinks she's, like, running the house, that she's in charge, head bitch in charge for... Anyone who doesn't know what HBIC means. (laughs) Um, She does. And I'm actually, wait, do we think they're going to end up, whenever they do have a paradise at some point, do you think they're going to have the Listen to Your Heart people in paradise? I hope so. God. Because don't they, did they ever sing along around the fire? Did Oh my God. I hope they do just for that reason. Because I want to see the regular Bachelor people reacting to the Listen to Your Heart people being like, popping out their guitar and singing a song for them. Yeah. They're either going to hate it or they're going to love it. But I feel like the normal bachelor people are going to be like, like elitist. Like yeah. they're, they're here. Like I who? thought this is just like <laughs> real bachelor. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think I would love having them there as well. Oh, I would live. I just want to see like Jordan Kimball interacting with like Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> At least her crop tops um, would be appropriate. Yeah, yeah, she was dressed in that ice skating date for Paradise, so. The producers did her dirty with that. Somebody needed to tell her, hey, we're actually going to a very cold environment. (laughs) You don't want to have your stomach exposed. (laughs) They didn't even give her a sweater. No, she's like ice skating around in a crop top. I, um... I don't wear crop tops all the time in general, but like I definitely wouldn't want to wear one in the not winter, but like while I'm ice yeah, skating in, on a date. In a literal ice box. <laughs> in an ice box. Um anyway, but so at the beginning of the episode, Chris comes in and uh of course has news for everybody. But before that, you know, he he comments about Bree and Chris and is like, you know, how did you guys feel like after saying I love you during the show? And I'm like, well, I can't, I know, I, I know that they are so cute and I'm like happy for them or whatever, but I feel like they are just the most boring couple. Yes. I was going to say, I feel like if I say anything against them, people are like, no, they're so cute. And I'm like, yeah, of course they're cute. I have friends in real life that are in cute couples and you know what? I don't want to watch them on TV. They're just like a cute couple. I need some drama here. I need some drama. I need some toxic, um, toxic energy. Yeah, that's what I'm watching. That's why I'm tuning in. That's why I'm tuning in. But Chris also has an announcement about um, they're going through a quote unquote massive change. And, you know, I thought it was going to be something like, oh, by the way, we're eliminating two people right now or something but instead he's like we're going to vegas and he gets them all their um their own tour bus each couple has their own tour bus i i want to know what the budget is for this show i don't understand how did we get tony braxton kesha the rights to lady gaga songs and all these tour buses Well, you can you can tell that the budget is increasing as the show goes on because at first they were only allowed to sing like Lean on Me and now they're singing like Casey yeah. Musgraves. Oh my god. Yeah, all the covers are killing me. Even when they're playing it and they're not singing, it's not the actual person singing it. It's not. It's it, yeah, that's that's also very very bizarre. But the the budget is definitely increasing. And when I saw that they all got their own tour bus, well, each couple, I thought that was so uh, um, over the top. Yeah. Like, so extra to do that. I mean, we said, we were like, ABC was really like, fuck the environment. Like, <laughs> truly. Who cares? Let's drive to Vegas with four <laughs> massive charter buses. And um, they could have gotten like a private jet that would have taken an hour instead of 
having to drive six in four yeah. different buses. And then they gave Natasha and Ryan a twin size bed inexplicably. I was like, wh- why? why? <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess that they're o- they were only on it for six hours, so it's not like they're on it to like yeah live. But the other ones had bigger full size beds. <laughs> it's like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, the other ones had full size beds, and um, I mean, they really just like made out the whole time. Once they, uh, you know, once they finally got to the hotel. Jamie's like, so what did, or Jamie and Brie are like, so what did you guys do on your bus ride? And she's like, well, we snuggled and watched we some took Polaroid pictures and watched movies. I'm like, was this a sleepover? It sounds like a girl in eighth grade explaining the sleepover she had with her friend. Right. Why did nobody hook up? Uh, I guess because there was cameras, but oh, I'm like. Yeah. I always forget that there's cameras. <laughs> but I was like. Is nobody going to mount somebody? Like, what are we doing on this bus? I know. That would be, like, the best. The be- I mean, they could even, like, close the whatever. Yeah, go like, in the little hey, bathroom. Run a tour bus. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link honeylove.com slash bachelor support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor when talking about shapewear honey loves best-selling superpower short is the go-to it is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression it is amazing i've been wearing it for years now it fits me so well and i'm not kidding you when they say it doesn't roll down it does not roll down and it hugs you in all the right places their signature x targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves this piece is also a booty lifter boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. And then Rudy and Matt decide to make a pit stop. Right. Okay. So about this pit stop, I sent you a text about this last night. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but have you, if you guys have seen the movie Harriet the Spy, I haven't seen it in like a million years, but I, when they walked into that like bottle yard with all of the glass or whatever, it instantly reminded me of that scene in Harriet the Spy where she's like playing on all the bottles, like all the music and it's all this like colored glass or whatever. <laughs> I'm spiraling into another thing, but I have to send you that. No, I know clip. what you're talking about. But that is what it re- I remember that clip. Yeah. I also, it like reminds me of like the Hills have eyes or like house of wax when they're like stopped at a weird um, rest stop, like gas station rest stop. And there's nobody there, but there's, these glasses and then they discover it's like human bone like i'm like this looks like a horror movie oh my god yeah so they stopped they stopped off before going to vegas to i guess they thought that they weren't ready to go to vegas which i don't know why vegas is like um you have to be ready to go to vegas it's better when you go to vegas when you're not ready <laughs> like i'm like i guess well of course right and and you could tell the second rudy and matt got on that bus there were weird vibes uh, i think he matt said something like you know rudy gets um you know was really overly excited and he's he's nervous about this whole thing and he's like i just don't know if i'm there yet and um and he is not ready to be stuck on that bus with her for six hours no. but you can tell that he thinks she's crazy oh yeah <laughs> like he's like scared of her i felt like his eyes the whole time he was like how do i get off this bus how do i get off this bus how do i get off this bus he did not want to be there and like but he also he has like ptsd from the first time she like 
fully freaked out on him. On like day two. <laughs> on day two, because he took another girl out on a date. And I still don't know like um whether I am on his side about that or hers. I can't really decide. I feel like yes, she is crazy, but also yes, he is not clear with her. No, like, he I feel like if I was in their group of friends, I would be like, what you're doing is not fair to her. Mm-mm. Yes, she's crazy, but also you are leading her on. Completely leading her on, which is sad because I, I know um, she has like a big personality. She's so talented. Yeah. Um, so I think that is a little intimidating to him because I think she's like way better than he is. Yeah. I think he can tell too that like she's the best singer in the house and is going to like carry him to the end if need be literally carry him to the end um so then eventually they like sleep over in a haunted house or something they show at the end yeah they sleep over in some like weird house and they eventually end up making it back to or making it to vegas and i have a question about this hotel so i know there's like nomad hotels everywhere um but is this hotel like on the strip I don't, I've never been to Vegas. Um, I don't know. It's also the place where Lady Gaga, so like she does her residency in Vegas, but then I guess she switches like on and off. So some nights she's wherever Celine Dion does hers, like in the big, huge. I know they like switch nights and then other nights she's at the Nomad in this like small, very intimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't, I mean... I've been to Vegas a few times, but, like, I guess you only hear about the hotels, like, Caesar's Palace or the Parisian yeah. or, like, you know, one of the, the massive hotels. I was envisioning, like, real world, like, the Palms. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking that they were – oh, could you imagine? I would love that if they were, like, staying at that penthouse in oh, the Palms. Oh, same. I think probably the Nomad is, like, more of an artistic, like – for Lady Gaga to do her small, intimate performances there must have some, like, meaning to Vegas. Oh, for sure. It can't be, it can't be like, some trash hotel. Um, and also, the nomads here in New York City are... The nomad is really, really nice. Yeah, so it must be. And it's in Nomad. Also, um, I literally... The whole episode was just, like, I can't believe people see Lady Gaga here. Yeah, <laughs> it like... It's like a TGI Fridays. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> With between the um, yeah the, the booths and it has like that those like little spots where you can stand yeah which I'm like ass. no those are meant for like little plants <laughs> so. that is so funny <laughs> um okay so Chris and Bree um they got a date card and they head to the little white chapel and. That is so, first of all, she's obviously dressed in white. So she knew, she knew what was going down. And they had them sing. I love, they had no problem telling Brie to dress appropriately. No. Yeah. Hey, you're going to go to the little white chapel. So make sure you look like you're going to get married. And Jamie, and they were like, no, just leave on the crop top, sweetie. You look great. <laughs> um, and they ended up singing for a random couple that was getting married there. And, um, I always think that's such a weird, like, who are the couples that are hired to do this sort of thing? Like, was this couple already married? Like, was there did, a casting call? Wh- yeah. Was there a casting call? Like who wants to get married um, on the Vegas strip at the little white chapel on the bachelor? Yeah. It seems. Oh my God. Cause they were ready. It wasn't like they just were there to get married and they were like, Hey, can we film this? Yeah, no, they were like, they were like, okay, so um, you guys are going to get married here and we're going to have some people sing. This was all set up, Um, but I need to know, was the wedding real? Was it? uh, That's what I'm saying. Did these people go home and were like, so we eloped uh, and our witnesses were two people from a Bachelor franchise and then they sang to us. Yeah, we eloped not to Vegas um, in the Little White Chapel. It's like... I mean, I'm not, I'm not even going to shit on that because that's something I would do, but yeah. I would do it as, like, a joke. <laughs> yeah, like Britney Spears. Yeah, or, like, in like when on Friends when Rachel and Ross got married. Um, I don't watch Friends. 
they like get married because they're <laughs> blackout. Oh and then yeah. The next day they're like, oh shit, like we're actually married. It wasn't a joke. Oops. Um, but that did not seem the case. I was like, no. this, these people are acting like this is a legit full on wedding. And you know, maybe it what? was. But they um but the woman who officiated the the wedding was like said to Chris and Bree, she was like, you know what? I'm going to marry you guys someday. And Bree's like, you know what? We'll remember that and we'll be back. So they're going to come back to the little white <laughs> chapel and get married? I thought they were going to get married. They made it seem like Well, I know. In all the commercials and I was like, "Oh god, here we go." I'm kind of bummed they didn't. But then, like, how would we end the show? Yeah, I mean, whatever. And what did they sing? Can't Help Falling in Love? Yeah, that's what they sang for, um, uh, oh, yeah. I think Maybe. they sang it both, right? I think they sang it both. Yeah, they sang it for their, like, performance at the end. And I think they sang it in the chapel as well, yeah. And Jamie's like, oh, my God, it's our song. I'm like, it is everyone's song. It it's is everyone. <laughs> literally from, like, 1961, Elvis, and it's been covered by everyone in the world. Everyone. It's, like, the I mean, quintessential love song. <laughs> yeah. It's all, of our, it's all of our songs. But it was really sad because, you know, Chris talked about how he wanted his dad to, um, you know, officiate his wedding when he would get married, but his dad passed away five years ago, which was really sad. And, um, I bet, you know, that brings up a lot of feelings for him, especially being in that setting and knowing that his dad used to do that sort of stuff. That was super sad. But, um, also, did he say how he passed? Cause he said his best friend died on the same day. I don't, I don't know. I just wonder if it was like circum, like coincidental or, they right. were together. Right. Either way, it's like crazy and terrible. And sad. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Okay, so then we have um, Trevor and Jamie, and they're going on their date. And I know I know, we talked about this before, but like they are going ice skating and Jamie's like full blown, like panicking. She's like, I think I'm going to tell him that I'm going to, I'm falling in love with him, but like, I don't want to do it if he doesn't feel the same. And I'm like, I don't, I understand that you don't want to say 
that tell somebody that you love them or that you're falling in love with them and then them not reciprocate. But I also think that the reciprocation should not be the reason why you don't say it. Yeah. Also, it just annoyed me when she kept saying like, I haven't felt this way about somebody in so long. And I'm like, since when? 10th grade? Like, Right, since you were 16. You're 21. What are you talking about? I have been, I guess at 21, I was I was in a relationship that would later be like my longest relationship ever. But I had not, I had one other boyfriend at that point and he was like, his name was Chad and he was my first boyfriend. He had bleach blonde, like M&M hair. So, I mean, I really have no, I had no way to judge well that's what i'm saying i'm like i get it i mean i do think you can be in love when you're 21 or younger yeah i just maybe i'm being bitter but i'm like bitch you have not lived yet (laughs) you don't know heartbreak yet right Um, i definitely think you can be in love but i don't think that there's like a i haven't felt like this or like there's a comparative um factor yeah or i don't and he's what 29 Trevor? Trevor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trevor's older because he's like, he's 29 or 28 and she's only 21. So. You just hate to see it because I'm like... You hate to see it. You know that shit's not going to last. Well, she ends up... Um, she was going to tell him and like right before she um right before he sat her down and they were having like a conversation and she thought he was going to say it like this was him getting ready to say that but he was actually like i've actually only said he said the l word he wouldn't even say it out loud as if it were like as if he couldn't say it and was like i've only said it to two people in my entire life other than my family so i really take this seriously and blah 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 and i could just see her face completely like the life just drained out of her face like oh shit he's not saying that not only is he not saying it now but i don't think he's gonna say it at all yeah i did uh, jamie i feel like mixed emotions toward where like sometimes i'm like ugh and then sometimes i just want to like take her under my wing and be like this is how it's gonna work out like this is how the world works she'll learn i feel like give me jamie in like eight years and i'd be like a stan oh definitely jamie in eight years like a little jaded and yeah a little more (laughs) natasha i need like a little more natasha thrown into jamie i know yeah exactly um but at the end of it uh she ends up telling him I think I'm falling in love with you. And then he says it back, but the way she reacts as, and she's reacting as if he said, I love you. Like I'm in love with you, but she's like, he's falling in love with me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, but why are we? He also didn't even say, he said, I'm falling for you too. Like, I feel like he was careful about not using the word. And then she brought it up multiple times throughout the episode. She's like, he's falling in love with me. Like, Oh, she had the me. confidence of like a girl who just got told she was be in love with I know. the rest of that episode. I was like, okay, girl, that's, that's great. But that set her up for um, a really good rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, and now we have Rudy and Matt. They go on their date and I am gagged over oh. this date. Who came up with the idea to take them to Vegas and make them go see a Shaggy concert? Oh, my God. And they didn't even, like, it wasn't even like it was for them. They had to stand in the back of the house. <laughs> I, and it was, like, the one song that everybody knows Shaggy for. Oh, yeah. And, and it wasn't, it's, like, not a romantic song. It's no. about cheating. A, a full on. That's literally what it wasn't me is the name of the song. <laughs> I and he was like, Oh my god, I can't believe we're at a Shaggy concert right now. And I was like, um, I said to you, I was like, what if he breaks up with um Rudy at a Shaggy concert? Imagine telling someone I got dumped at a Shaggy concert in the year 2020. <laughs> that's some shit that would happen to me. Honestly, I would never recover. <laughs> <laughs> I would never be I would never be able to come back from that. Oh, uh, well. And 
Yeah, go. Fortunately, they seem to enjoy themselves at yeah. the concert. Yeah, no, they definitely did. And then, um, well, after Rudy, you know, gets up the courage. Oh, this was. <laughs> and she tells him, she's like, you know what? I um, haven't felt like this about anybody in a long time, as we all say right before we say this stuff. And she was like, and I'm starting to fall. I'm falling for you. And his response was so I mean, um, astronomical. Top, <laughs> top 10 worst responses in Bachelor history. He goes, you're very courageous and I appreciate you doing that. <gasps> and then the man kicks back and takes a sip of his vodka soda she runs off and he and he like doesn't he doesn't chase after her he doesn't be like wait no let me just let's talk about it she gets up and leaves and he's just like literally like kicks his leg out and crosses it and takes a sip of his drink and i'm like this asshole it's like in a movie when this happens and she's like i'm in love with you and then the guy's like okay and then is like, are you going to finish your food? And just like starts picking at her plate. Like I was literally waiting for him to be like, I could eat. I'm hungry. Like, are you, yeah, I could eat. Like, could you, like, are you hungry? Like what's going Like didn't even think about what she said. No, did not think about it. What she said. I just really can't get over the fact that he did not even try to like, not chase after her, but. Explain. Explain or give or give some sort of reasoning or like as she was getting up, maybe like try to be like, can we talk? Wait, can we talk about this or like, can I, you know, to make yeah. her feel better? I'm not expecting him to say like, no, I just kidding, I am falling in love with you or go back on his decision, but just to, yeah, show some like compassion and empathy instead of being like, wow, you're so brave. Like he very much could have handled that differently. That was, that was it. And he, and he didn't even remotely go looking for her. He did not even say like anything. He wasn't like, I'm not saying he even has to apologize. Like if he's not in love with her, no, he should not be saying that, but he can literally just be like, this is just moving really quick for me. I really like, you know, being around whatever. Like there's so many different ways he could have gone about this. And I don't know. It's and if he doesn't like her at all, then that's when he should have probably said something. That's that was the moment, and it was one of those. And when she got up and left, I knew she was like, it was going through her head. Please, like, chase after me. Please, like, do something. Oh, a hundred percent. I have been that bitch. You know. Same. I'll text a guy and be like, "Good night" at eight p.m. and then he'll say, "Okay, good night." And now, I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, wait, no, I wanted you to be like, um, wait, you're going to bed so early? You know, question it or like try oh, 100%. to restart. If somebody's like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'll talk to no. you later then. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're asking for a response. Like, give me the response. But <laughs> he's just... Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so Ryan and Natasha's date. So- Ryan also, I'm like, how many edibles did this man eat before their date? <laughs> or like before everything he's done on the show. I feel like he has been Kesha high the whole time. Zen. Like, Zen. I'm like, honestly, I would hang out with him. He seems like a chill, fun time. He does seem like a chill, fun time. And I, but then they take this chill, fun time to like a demolition, like construction field. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What was that? I don't even know. He's like 27 going on 13 in that moment. 
I mean, like Natasha looks great in some like reflective neon colors, but this was such a bizarre bonding thing. Yeah, like, who's and he doing- loved it. He loved it. It was that was. I mean, I really don't even know what to say about that. I was so thrown by the location and why yeah. we were doing this. ABC was like, "Wait, shit! What are we gonna do? We've done like everything else." Like this looks free. We've this looks spent free. the budget on the buses. <laughs> we spent well the on the buses and, and the Lady Gaga. <laughs> <And> Tony <song>. Braxton. <laughs> I'm sick. Um, um, also, like of course, Chris and Brie are going to sing to a newlywed couple. And Natasha and Ryan are going to sit separately while they smash cars into the ground. Like, which couple do you think is going to appear more in love? <laughs> right. I don't, this does, it's not, they're setting them up for. Yeah, we're not on the fail. same playing field here. Right. And so um, they end up getting their song choices, or not their song choices, but their like song assignments or whatever. And, like we said, these are these songs are a little more expensive yeah. than the other karaoke songs. We have uh, Ryan and Natasha singing "Perfect" by Ed Sheeran, which okay with so Beyonce, the Beyonce version. They even right. said Beyonce, and I'm like, did she get a check for you saying her name? Yeah, bet, bet. Um, which okay, I know Natasha blames herself for the the performance at the end. I know I like I'm jumping a little bit, but I have to blame it on Ryan because he's the one he's like, well, I don't want to do that the normal version. I'm like, the normal version's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful and it's famous. It's a famous song because of what it is. Like what are you? Yeah, and doing? it sounded really weird. It sounded weird. And I was like, I think that was, I think that was a bad move. I also like, like Natasha even more because she wasn't like putting the blame on anybody but herself for fucking it up. I'm honestly Uh, obsessed with her. And like, I've been there, you know, performing where you're like, fuck, I just. I did that. Ruined (laughs) this for all of us. I know. But Um, yeah, I, I, I love that she took you know, not took the blame, but took the responsibility of what took she responsibility. did. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So they're, they're all in rehearsals. And then Matt, you see, it cuts to like Matt and Rudy in their band practice. And the band director's like, Hey, <laughs> so um, it feels like you guys are, you know, a little off. Can I, can I just ask like wh- what's going on with your relationship or whatever? And Matt makes this announcement. He's like, I just want everybody here to know. And this is everyone in this room. And I was like, whoa. Everyone in this room. That this process has been, you know, had a lot of ups and downs. And it's been a very difficult process. But, you know, we're making the best. I mean, he should have just been like, I just want everybody to know. This bitch is crazy. This (laughs) bitch is crazy. That's what you said last night. And I'm like, that's so true because why is he announcing it like that? The band director just asked you personally a question, not a, will you make a PSA for the entire band? Oh yeah. His stress level was at a 10. 10. Um, he was but then they perform and Rudy's like, of course, amazing. Amazing. Every time Rudy is always, Rudy has been so good every time that they have performed. It's, She's incredible. Yeah. And listen, I want my famous singers to be crazy. Like Rudy yes. has what it takes to be a star. Do you think uh, Celine Dion is normal at all? No, the bitch is nuts. Look at Lady Gaga. She's been dating how many different people and is like falling in love and putting them all over her and just scram like days yeah. into the relationship. They're all nuts out and I live for it. Live for it. High risk, high reward. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> High risk, <laughs> high reward. <laughs> so um, they finally get to the performances, and let me tell you, this week the judges were on. Were yeah. honestly, the judges never cease to amaze me. Um, they it's have a- Ari and Lauren, which the way the way Chris introduces Ari and Lauren is so bizarre because he introduces Ari like. Um, you know, he's known to be the kissing bandit, uh, a bandit of uh, Bachelor Nation and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
So we have Ari Leyendike and Lauren. Anyways, I mean, and like completely breezed by her as if she was just some rando that we don't even know. I mean, I hate I mean, to say that she's forgettable, but she's... I, <laughs> I hate to say it. I will say this. Ari and Lauren are made for each other. They're very... Perfect. Like, you know, would I want to hang out with them? Absolutely not. But they seem happy and, you know... It seems, like, real. Yeah. Which and they have, makes, like, a kid, right? They have a kid. Their wedding was outrageously gorgeous like in hawaii or something i mean beautiful wedding and um now they like live in scottsdale and have like a child and she has her six pack again and oh yeah she's like stunning (laughs) but you said um you were like it's so nice of ari and lauren to take a day off of what was it running their time off of running their baby's instagram (laughs) which is like verified and has i think like almost a million followers or something i mean the content is pretty what what? but they um that is their full-time job now ari like sells a house or two maybe like drives a race car and then they run their child's instagram (laughs) but we have them we have train l o l patrick from train which i learned which I I don't know his name, but I was like the guy from Train. He sings that um, uh, drops of Jupiter, right? Drops of Jupiter. That's that's the only Train song I know. And this man was taking notes. He was not there to play. That was the funniest thing during. It was during Chris and Breeze. Um, they start singing, and all of a sudden, it pans over to. Patrick and he like <laughs> looks down he's like scribbling on his notepad <laughs> like that is what are you taking notes on and then we have uh Ashley Simpson and her fiance making their first public appearance since 2001 literally and i think it is so bold for <laughs> Ashley Simpson to be judging live performances i mean lest we not forget SNL <laughs> When she did her jig off stage because her, um, because she was lip syncing and the music was off and it just turned really bad and start the wrong. She started singing the wrong song, like lip syncing to the wrong song. Something it was something that was so obvious that there was no going. She also just didn't, and she just did a weird like dance and then ran off stage. And I'm like, instead of just being like hey can we start over that was awkward or something you know just like own it and but like let me just run up live uh snl possibly the most like important performance of her career career. (laughs) her whole career could have been so different if that had gone differently poor thing now that's all we think of but those were our um our judges and um, going through the performances, Chris and Brie uh, were great. It that song, the the Elvis song, I can't help falling in love. That was it. Sound the way they did the music for it sounded so karaoke. Like they had like an electronic keyboard in the back, and um, and that was really the only music that they had playing. It didn't sound like they could have done like a a string quartet. Yeah, they or something. Definitely. I also think I'm sorry that. All the girls are so much more interesting to listen to than the boys. The guys just aren't as good. I mean, like, that's Chris, just I'm it. I'm sorry. It could have been anybody singing that song. Like Anybody. Um, but they're fine. Also, I will say, whoever did the styling this episode, all of the girls' dresses were fire. Fire. Natasha's like, dress? Natasha Brie looked amazing. Like, her dress was so yes she looked really really good Bree's so pretty i i i guess i get like blinded by the um the overly lovey stuff yeah. when i see brie but she is gorgeous yeah they all looked i mean and jamie's dress like they all looked really good yeah all the girls were snatched tonight stunning they were snatched for the gods they were like <laughs> <laughs> the budget i'm telling you it's going up 
<laughs> yeah, truly. I'm like, those dresses did not come from home. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so then we had uh, Jamie and Trevor. And Jamie, the way she is acting before this performance, she's like, you know what? I'm singing with a guy who's falling in love with me. Again, with the falling in love with me. And the, her like actions and how she's moving. It's like she just did a line in the bathroom and then yes. came out and was like, I'm ready. She, like did a line, chugged a glass of Pinot Grigio and was like, let's fucking party. <laughs> like I was here for that attitude. <laughs> I was too, because it's nicer than it's I'd, I'd rather see this um her being like over the top and saying like every I'm a star everybody's here to see me then her being like I'm so upset yeah I'm so nervous just because a girl saying better than you yes once. like give me that fake confidence girl give me the it fake got confidence it's, forever yeah truly fake it till you make it and she and, and it worked the everybody loved their performance Tr- Patrick I'm calling him train train was like <laughs> um he said, you're so awkward, but, um, and nervous, but I loved it. And it read really fun. And, um, they did a, I mean, they did a great job. This was definitely their best performance. Yeah. And, um, then Ryan and Natasha, I was so sad about this because I knew that they were struggling with the mic, um, because he's playing. I don't know why he always has to play. It's, Matt also, I think they just like to show that they can do it. Do but something. I'm like, you know, I would never do it if I was on, if I, even if I could play guitar, if I was on stage with Natasha or Rudy, I would not play guitar because then you automatically become the guitar player. Like, yeah, you are not, you are no longer doing a duet. You are just backup. Like and you it's are like, there for, to play the music. If you, I mean, you see like Beyonce concerts and Lady Gaga concerts and their guitar players are like insane and amazing, but I don't know their name and I'm not looking them up. No, you don't care. I totally, I, I don't know why he always feels the need to play because I mean, you're obviously like you can sing, like just sing and then you don't have to fuck with like this microphone and stuff because I knew that that's the second I saw her try to set the microphone up in front of him it was that's difficult you know trying to like choreograph how you're gonna yeah. go over there and put it up and it wasn't staying in the right place and i i understand her instinct of like well i guess i'm just gonna have to grab the microphone and maybe i'll hold it for him but then that comes in the play like makes things and i awkward. think she did it wrong and that's why i don't think he was supposed to be singing at the time he was oh right yeah she also sang the wrong part yeah which I'm like, that just sucks. It's so it sucks. shitty. It happens, but like, sure does. Poor thing. Um, and that that um was so heartbreaking for me because when you know we're at the rose ceremony and they end up going home, and I'm like, God, no! I feel like this should not have been. This should not have been the yeah. deciding factor. But it was also, I'm like Ryan could have given a shit like oh he didn't care she was like i hope he's not mad i'm like he hasn't been mad since 1997 look at this kid does not care um and then the fact that talking about staying together i can't believe that that happened i mean if i were ryan i would want to stay together (laughs) oh hell yeah also if i was natasha i'd want to stay together with ryan i love how she's like duh he was, he's a man of like such few words. And then in her interview, she's like, things are going great. And I'm like, same sis. My type is like, I don't want a personality. I just don't need to hear you. I just need you to be there. <laughs> I'm like, I want you I to just you. like stand back and be like, wow, he's so amazing. And then like, when we're alone, you're really sweet. That's what I'm looking for That's here. It. <laughs> That's it. I've, I've had that before. It's, Honestly, the best. <laughs> Honestly, the best. But yeah, Natasha and Ryan end up going home. And um, then Chris comes in and is like, you know what? We have uh, we have finals next week and they're going to Nashville. And I need to know. Well, at first when he said that, I was like, holy shit, are they driving across the country with their four tour buses? But they're actually taking a plane this time, which, yeah, thank God. Um, I feel like a lot of them are from Nashville or I don't know. Um, I know lot. Jamie is, uh, I think some of them were from Nash. Actually, I don't remember out of the people know. who are left who are from Nashville. I do know Jamie is just because from her reaction. Yeah. And um, she says it a lot. 
Yeah, like we get it. Um, but Nashville's so fun. I love Nashville. And the mm-hmm. thing is about Nashville, like any bar you go into, there's Has live, live music. And really good. Like you have to be like really good just to play in a shitty bar in Nashville. Yeah. So, that is that is the best part about Nashville because, you, like you said, every bar has like the best live music. Like you're not gonna go take somebody on a date or whatever to like a dive bar with live music. It's not gonna be some New York no. shit. No, New York. Like, you don't have to have any talent in your body to play at a yeah. bar. You just show up. You just show up <laughs> at Nashville, and it's like competitive to play at bars. I know. So that's I'm I'm looking forward to um, what this finale is going to be, how they're going to win, quote unquote, like yeah. what how the ending is going to be. Is it going to be like engagements? Like, are, is Neil Lane coming in at the end of this, or is it going to be like what? What's I guess they get a they go on tour. Yeah. Well. Uh, will they at this but point? Will they? <laughs> it's I mean, also they're not right now. I think for Jamie too she was so nervous like this whole time and for me if I was going to my where I live and I know everyone I would be so much more nervous oh yeah performing with a guy that I'm like hey everyone I'm in love now and we're gonna sing for you like you're like what I would sooner die they're like you just left we saw you two weeks ago (laughs) yeah they're like you missed your hostessing shift Jamie (laughs) you didn't get you did not get covers you're fired for your shift um okay so we will be back next week for the finale of listen to your heart and chris and i will obviously keep the podcast going um until the new bachelor series what is it um the most dramatic ever most dramatic so they gave us a little more info on that anyways last night during the commercial so it's basically going to be showing full bachelor seasons once in like um in a night so i guess it'll be two hours and they'll like skip through the whole season oh that'll actually probably be fun yeah i think that's going to be a lot of fun i think that'll be fun for us to cover in general you know because there's seasons that i haven't seen and so going through like the best or the main parts get in covering that in like two hours i'm ready for that totally All right, guys. Well, we will be back next week. Until then, uh, see you later. Bye. Bye. Betches.